It is August 13th, 2019. This is episode 8 of Richtel Talk. I am your host, David Newton, and this is our second part of our Seafair special. In today's episode, I'll be talking with Jay Boitano, the official sponsor of the U7 Spirit of Detroit racing team with Boitano Homes. I also had a chance to meet a couple of fans from different parts of the world that flew a long ways away just to come to watch the hydroplanes race on Lake Washington at Seafair. And finally, I talked with Finley and Dustin Eccles about the J-Stock program that raced at Seafair, their involvement with their team, and what it's like to be a father-daughter racing team down at Seafair. So sit back, relax, and welcome to Rooster Tail Talk. For today's episode, I wanted to get a different interview from someone that might have a different take on hydroplane racing. I talked with Jay Boitano, owner of Boitano Homes, and interviewed him about his longtime love affair with hydroplane racing that turned into a hydroplane sponsorship for Jay. I thought it'd be fun to talk with a sponsor and get their take on their involvement in the sport of hydroplane racing. All right, well, I'm on the phone with Jay Boitano of Boitano Homes. Jay, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Beautiful weather. Yes, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a good summer now in Seattle, right? We had, It took a while for it to get here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did. <laughs> but I appreciate you ha- having you on the show here. I think this is a good chance for our listeners and hydroplane fans to get a different corner and uh, view of the sport, um, sport through the eyes of a sponsor. And uh, I believe you've been sponsoring hydroplanes on and off since about 2013. Is that correct? Exactly. Yep, we yeah, we did. Excellent. 2013, 14, and 15, and then we weren't in it on 16 and 17. Then last year we kind of got back in with the. The, the lower one, the Grand Prix. Now we're back with the Unlimited, so we're excited this oh, year. Very cool, very cool. Well, Jay, have, have you been a Seattle native your whole life? Have you My whole your... life, yep. Right. I was born in North Seattle and raised there and went to you know, Ingram High School and then mm-hmm. UW, so I've been around here my whole life. All right, well, I always love talking to another UW grad. Um, my, my family is a Husky family, so um, <laughs> we appreciate those Huskies around here. Yeah, um, my 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 uncle went was a, went to Husky back in the early forties. My dad was a, was a Husky. Yeah. My, my mom went there. My brother went there. I went there. My sister went there. So. <laughs> yeah. We're all Huskies. Yeah, you're all Huskies. My see my my sister and my mom went there. My my dad was at the Air Force, but that's a it's a different place. But uh, yeah, we're yeah. we're a Husky family as well. Cool. Um. So, but I understand, and you you played some football when you were there, correct? Yes, I did. I had a scholarship. I played there from yeah, like seventy-two to seventy-five. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you you played um, during John James' first year, is it, I believe. His 75? first year was my senior year. Yeah. And then I, when he came in, but I didn't really play. I I had several injuries. And okay. And I wasn't playing. Okay. But you know. So. Okay. But yeah, I was I was involved at that point. Yeah. When James okay. came in, that was kind of cool. But I was there with Don uh, with uh, Jim Owens. Jim Owens. So, yeah. Yeah. So how how was that experience like playing football for? Uh, University of Washington. It's, uh, it's, for me, it was fantastic because I grew up in a football family. My dad was a football coach, and yeah. he played. And we'd all played. My brother, you know, had walked on at the Huskies too. He was ahead of me in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I just loved being a part of it. It was fantastic. Yeah, great experience. Oh yeah. Oh yes, it is. Uh, well, did you connect your uh, continue your connection with football after you graduated from University well, yeah, of Washington? Well, yeah, I went into teaching and coaching, so I ended up coaching football and baseball for a lot of years. Yeah. So. I uh, first started out in Seattle, okay. uh, coaching, I was assistant coach at Ballard, and then I was the head 
football coach and baseball coach at Roosevelt High School. Okay. In the early eighties. Yeah. And then I came over to Issaquah in the late eighties. And yeah, and then I did a little coaching into the nineties and, and with uh, Chuck Tarbox at Juanita and okay. the East Eye Catholic. Okay. And then I pretty much wrapped it all up because I got into building and I was I couldn't do everything all at once. So yeah. I, I kind of gave up the teaching end of it and the coaching end of it. So. Yeah. Well, there's not enough hours in the day, right? What's that? So there's not enough hours in the day to do it no. all. Yeah. Well, I'm a teacher now, and um, I'm loving teaching. I'm sure you cool. enjoyed your time with that as well. Yeah. Um, but let's let's talk about some hydroplane stuff, though. What uh, what was your first seafair that you attended? Well, that's a, that's a good point. I was trying to think back. I, I was a, I was a young kid. But the yeah. thing I, I go way back to seafair because you know we grew up in Seattle, and mm-hmm. seafair was huge. And, oh yeah. You know the thunderboats and everything else. My neighbors, uh, uh, Milo and 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 Stone mm-hmm. owned, I mean, they sponsored some hydros back in the day. Miss Seattle, Miss Seattle 2, and okay. Miss Exide. Oh, yeah. So when I was growing up, my neck, my next door neighbors were sponsoring those games. So we'd <laughs> always go down and watch them. And uh, even one year, I'm, I'm not sure what age I was, about eight or nine, mm-hmm. I was riding in a, in the Torchlight Parade, I was riding in a, in the parade in one of the hydroplanes, and I was throwing out candy and stuff, oh, and stuff you know. <laughs> fun. So, I remember that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, very cool. So uh, what are some other memories you have about seeing the hydroplanes in Seattle, maybe the test sessions or or being a different uh, seafarer guy? Yeah, I remember we went to Tri-Cities way back when the Gold Cup was over there. Okay. One year, and yeah. the Stones were going. I just, yeah, I mean, just a lot of great memories of it. And, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you're, you're like you mentioned, you're dragging your uh, hydroplane behind your bike. Mm-hmm. I, it just meant a whole lot more back then, I think, than it does now. But, you yeah. know, people that grew up around here with it still love it. You know, it's kind of in the blood. Oh, yeah. Hydro Seafair weekend is in the yeah. blood. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a great uh, seafarer tradition, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, well, you mentioned towing a hydro behind your bike. Do you remember what, uh, what ones you made? No, I don't. You know, all right. Well, I'll probably use them with my, my neighbors. So we had uh, there was Oli Bartle. He lived down in Ballard. So we had Bartle yeah. and Exide, you yeah. know, Seattle. And yeah. Well, the old ones, yeah. Well, I remember my dad talking a lot about that when he was a kid, and uh, I know he had a, a model of a slow mo he towed behind his bike, but he was uh, jealous of his neighbors one year. I guess he's his neighbor put some nails behind uh, on the bottom of the the boat, so it made some sparks as uh, they would drive along. <laughs> oh, that's a cool idea. <laughs> well, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Boitano Homes. How long have you been in the custom home business and building homes? And Well, I've been my, I did my first spec home in like 90, uh, 91. So I'm, I'm going on almost 30 years. Oh, wow. With, uh, uh, building homes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started doing spec homes where I bought the land, I got a loan from the bank, I'd build them and then sell them, you know, kind of speculation, they call them, but it's a spec home. Yeah. And uh, and then I, I, over the years, I've built a lot of different custom homes where people will have a piece of property, they'll come to me and ask me to build them a home, and that's what we do a lot of now is custom homes, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, been, it's been great. I mean, I, like I said, I used to be a teacher and I kind of went and coached, and so I kind of went into building, I use a lot of the same philosophy and a lot of the same stuff dealing with people you're creating something it's like coaching you know like mm-hmm. we have a group of guys that we coach we coach them up and 
hopefully do a good job, you know, right. we're successful with it. So, and I got my name on it. So when you got your name on it, you want it to be right. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, you know, so it says Boitano, and I want them to be proud of their home. So yeah, it means a lot to it. Yeah, well, it's good. Yeah, you definitely have a lot of pride in a business or a corporation if if your name's attached to it. Exactly. Yes. All right. Well, how did you make the jump in 2013 to sponsor Hydroplane? What well, you... a couple of years before that, I don't know if it was a couple or several years before that, uh, Nels and I, Nels Anquist, mm-hmm. a good buddy of mine, I've known him for 40 years, we're out down there watching the races, and we just kind of talked about, wouldn't that be cool if we could sponsor one someday? Put, yeah. Put my name on the side of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in 2013, that came to fruition, you know. We just uh, we got an opportunity. He knows some people down there, the Hydros, and we, we got involved with the race team, and we got in. It was just so much fun. Yeah. It was just a great time. Very cool. It was uh, with the Websters. It was a family, kind of small mom and pop. Deal. Yeah. Their son was the driver of the boat, and it was just a lot of fun. So then they kind of quit doing it after 2015, so we got out for a couple years, and now we found another team to be involved with over this year, and we're really excited about it. Well, very cool. Very cool. Well, I know I've seen Nell's model a few times. Have you seen his model of the uh, Boitano Homes hydroplane? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's It's a nice looking boat. I'm sure he's pretty happy to have a model and have that connection with you. In that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, him and I are best friends, lifelong yeah. friends. And, yeah. And uh, I don't do any, don't do anything on this, this stuff without talking to him about how we're <laughs> going to do it, what we're doing, and who we're sponsoring, and all that kind of stuff. So. Well, good. Good. Well, well, speaking of who you're sponsoring, who, who are you sponsoring for? Uh... We, we are. Uh, we got the U7, Dave Bartouche, mm-hmm. the owner. Mm-hmm. David Bartouche, Spirit of Detroit, is what they've been racing at. The first few races this year. Yeah. Now when they're coming out here. They're going to be Boytano Holmes. All right. All yeah, right. and they've done real well at the start of the year here. The first race they came in third, and then the next race they came in second. So yeah, they're, pretty, they're that's really competitive. Yeah, they're on fire right now. They're doing really well, and um, yeah. I don't know if you know much about Bert Henderson, but he's a uh, he's a pretty great driver as well, and I'm hoping that to see some better things for him next couple of races. Yeah, well, cool. And we're yeah. going to have them uh, over here next week for a barbecue at the Boitano house, my oh, house, cool. on Lake Sammamish, and get to know them a little bit and stuff before the races, and so it'll be kind of fun. So. Oh, a lot of fun. Everything we do is kind of like we're all family, so we try yeah. to we do stuff like that. So. Yeah, well, very cool, very cool. Well, that's a lot of fun. That's going to be a, a fun couple of weeks for you. Are you going to head over to Tri-Cities to watch the race? We're, it's kind of up in the air right now. Okay. We're trying to do that. I just, I've got three kids, and well, we just got a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. It's hard to title. <laughs> I'm sure. It was kind of late notice that we, 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 we were going to get, you know, we deployed down home to Tri-Cities, so yeah. uh, I don't know. We might. Well, um, in sponsoring uh, Dave Bartish's uh, Spirit of Detroit, now the Boitano Homes, do they make any promises to you on on how they'd finish or what uh, what they no, would give back I, to I you? I don't think so. I, I just I just <laughs> want them. Be, you know, they're very competitive and yeah. you know they got a good organization, like you said, good people, good driver. So I mean, it's it's going to be good. Yeah, very good. That's all we can ask for. I mean, it's just being involved with it, and being a part of it, with fun part. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what uh, other than just having fun and, and, and enjoying the weekend with that? What what else do you um, get out of the sponsorship? Um, is there a lot of name recognition for you? Or? Uh, a little bit, but I don't think we. I, I, 
really, I don't think we do it for that so much. I yeah. mean, people might see a little bit. It's kind of fun when I have new people that we're dealing with. I'll show them the pictures on our wall of the hydros we sponsored. They yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? But good. I usually get calls from my uh, lifelong buddies and say, hey, boy, Dan, I saw you out there sponsoring <laughs> the hydro. They, they get all excited about it. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, because, you know, like I said, all of us, we've got kids that aren't, and this reminds us when we were kids, you know. Oh, yeah. It's just a great thing. Yeah, know? definitely, definitely. And and hopefully, you know, promote it more as a family event as well. You see a lot more families coming out this year. Uh, yeah, and I get, and I get my and, kids down there, yeah. and, you know, my yeah. family and friends and my brother and everybody over there, and we get down in the pits, and we just get involved, and it's a lot of fun. So. Well, very good, very good. Well, um you never know, though. On Sea for Sunday, you might get your 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 name on the trophy for Boytano. Oh Holmes. man, wouldn't that be a wouldn't that be a plus? <laughs> <laughs> well, if they if they continue their trend of doing better and better, you never know, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. All right. And we, we're happy no matter what they do, as long as we're competitive. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Some yeah, they're a good stay organization. Healthy. Oh Definitely yes. Stay healthy. Oh yes. Oh yes. Is there any other, anything you would like to share? Uh, no, I didn't ask thanks, with you. David. I really appreciate you doing this. Just, you know, getting stuff out, get the word out. Oh, yeah. Talk about this. Because, like I said, we for us, it's a love of the sport. You know what I mean? We do. And oh, yes. And I love it. And we want to be involved in it. So. Well, I come from the same same spot. I, I love have a big love for the sport. My I was born into the sport from my, by my father and my mother. So um trying to keep um, their name going with it, but also anything I can, you know, do for the sport, I would love to do. And I think by doing this podcast, we can kind of save some stories and, and share some stories people may not hear. Yeah. yeah so that's great. So I'm sure I a lot really of people, appreciate that. Yeah. And, and I'm sure a lot of people appreciate hearing, uh, your side of the story and, uh, and hopefully we'll get some people cheering for Boytano Holmes at Seafair. Yeah, there you go. Hope so. <laughs> I want to thank Nels Enquest for his help in facilitating the interview with Jay. It was a lot of fun talking with Jay, and I hope that he's able to sponsor again next year and again be a part of Seafair. By the way, he did get some credit for that controversial win. The Boytano Homes didn't make the final, but as luck turned out, their cowling was able to fit on the Beacon Plumbing after their cowling broke in the third round, fell off, got tangled up with their rear wing. And fortunately for the Beacon team, the Spirit of Detroit Racing team showed some great sportsmanship, let them use their cowling in the final heat. Once the officials sorted everything out, Beacon Plumbing and Graham Trucking won the race, but I think some credit should go to Boytano Holmes as their name was on the boat when, with that victory. All right, well, I got a chance to talk with some fans down at Seafair on the shoreline, shoreline of Lake Washington. I talked to two different fans, and they're from different parts of the world, and they travel a long ways away to get to Seafair. First fan I talked with was Michael McGill, and he comes every year from Hawaii. We, I usually like to think of that as a vacation destination, but to him, hydroplane racing is his vacation. All right, Seafair Sunday, I'm talking with a lifetime hydroplane fan. And Michael, this is more than just a boat race for you, right? Oh, it's, it's, it's tradition. You know, it's family, it's friends. Uh, it's a great time. It's like, you know, it's my vacation. You know, this is what I look forward to every year, all year, you know, and uh, it's just blessed and grateful I can be here to experience it. It's such, like with, with you, you know, great time, but like I said, with family and friends, it's, it doesn't get any better. It's, it's the best. It's, yeah. Chris, it's Christmas for yeah. me, you know, so. Well, you're, you're a Seattle native, but you moved uh, a number of years ago, and how long of a commute does it take you every year to come to Seafair to see the Hydroplanes race? Just over 2,500 miles. Uh, no, originally, for, like you said, from Seattle, uh, moved to Maui, Hawaii. 
Uh, let's see, August 20th will be seven years exactly. But uh, no, keep the tradition alive with family. Um, been doing this since, well, put it this way, I was born in 73. First race was 74 and haven't missed a year yet. All right. All right. Well, I'm glad you keep coming back all the way from Hawaii every oh, year. Hands down, I love yeah. it. So that says a lot about the sport. What What is so fascinating about the sport? What do you like so much about hydroplane racing to make you come back for 41 years in a row? You know, growing up as a kid, when my dad took us down here, right here to Lake Washington, and I uh, remember, first for me, it was color. I was like the blue boat, Bill Muncy, you know, and uh, all the way I hooked to it, but then growing up, it was, even in the, you know, early spring, and something in the wintertime, we would make little wooden hydroplanes, put them on our bikes and go for it, you know, and uh, race around the neighborhood, but uh, to answer your question, it's, um, it's the speed, you know, but it's so much more than that, so, you know, you can see all the excitement, the rooster tails, good race, there's been some times where it's like, eh, disappointed in the race, you know, but, uh, it all boils down to just seriously, it's time with family and friends and the environment. Don't get me wrong. I like, I love the Seahawks and all that and all those great things out of this. But one weekend a year, well, I was in Tri-Cities as well. You know, so two weekends a year, like I say, it's my vacation. And uh, my friend, uh, some of my friends back home, you know, they're they're full-blooded Hawaiians. And they uh, think that's crazy. You go back home to watch, you know, these boat races. That's just your vacation. But it is, you know, they, um, I show them the pictures, videos talk about you know 724 back home you know so yeah i'm educating these guys who talk about surfing about hydroplanes you know so it's 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 great they're good guys and i'm hoping one day to get something to come over with me you know but you know it's a, it's a long commute you know so but then you know that you gotta take some you know, money to do it but uh, it's a lot of fun though yeah. it's worth every penny well uh what what impressions do you have of the racing this weekend uh, who do you think is going to come away with the, the victory at the end of the day oh uh, so, so far you know i mean Everybody's going to lean on you know, the home street. I mean, yeah, they got the best equipment, the best boat and all that, but I'm going with J. Michael Kelly or, you know, Jamie Nielsen in the 11. You know, that that's, I like, you know, the underdog. But, like, last weekend in Tri-City, watching J. Michael Kelly in the Grand was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully it would be a repeat. It would be great. Yeah. Well, we just watched Heat 2B and Jamie Nielsen 1 from lane 4. They're showing a lot of speed right now, aren't they? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. It was great, you know. And uh, so I got my... You know, I'm taking a ton of pictures here, and I got my eye in the viewfinder of the camera. And as I'm filming, uh, picturing, you know, taking a picture of the Alberto, and next thing you know, jumped into the frame was Jamie Nielsen. And it's like, where did he come yeah, from? You know, door. so it's great. Yeah, the speed they got going, it's 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 awesome. Great. And I'm hard, I think they're gonna do it. You know, I, I told Scott and Shannon uh, before the, this before this race, I said they're gonna finish in the top three. Just a gut feeling, and so hopefully I'm right. You know, hopefully they hear me out there. And it all comes to pass. You know, so it'd be awesome. All right. Well, we'll see if your predictions are right, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And Hope you can make that 2,500 commute, or mile commute, next year. Oh, definitely. There's no no question about it. I will be here again, you know, and uh, like I say, it's tradition. It's such, you know, family, friends, and such as yourself, meeting you and everything you do for it, the hydros. And it's just great being around people who love the hydroplanes. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's so much fun, you know, and uh, I can't say enough about it. You know, like I say, back home, I, I wear my hydro merchandise everywhere back home and the beach costco wherever and people are, what is it well what is that you know and, and i love just talk about it you know so and you could probably tell and your listeners can probably tell uh i talk pretty quick but i get i talk really fast and i get really excited and it's something i love you know yeah. so hydroplanes all the way no yeah. no it's the best it's always great talking with michael i hope to see him again next year at the races i know he'll be there and i should be too next i talk with a fan who flies even further to get to the races george he flies all the way from the other side of the world from Germany to get there to watch the hydroplane races. So George, you're a hydroplane fan and I understand you came a long ways today to come to see the hydroplanes race. Yes, for about almost 20 years now. Yeah, and where'd you come from? I'm come from close to Frankfurt, Germany. Frankfurt, Germany. So how long of a commute is that to come and see the hydroplanes race? Uh, 
20 hours. 20 hours. 24 hours yeah. last time. Depends on the flight you can get. So what brings you all this way to, to uh, Seattle to watch Hedgeman's race? Now RC is my friends. In former times I was so interested in hydroplanes because I'm racing little hydroplanes, scale hydroplanes from 10 scale to 6 scale. Yeah. So one article brought me over about 20 years ago. What's your favorite part of being around the hydroplanes? Oh, now I saw my friends here and the hydroplanes. I like the piston boat and I like the racing. And in former times, very good photos in Detroit, for example. Very, very good photos yeah. and good racing yeah. at this time. Six boats, seven boats in a final. Yeah. That was great. You've been to other courses around the U.S. and Canada. Which have been your favorite stops to go and visit as a fan? Yes, it's medicine, because people are friendly, Pe boats are close, you can take good photos, and it's very nice there. There are all race courses are good, but a few are better for photos. Like Detroit is very good for photos because the curve is very close, and you have very, very high rooster tails and can take very good photos. But there's nothing around. That's a problem in Detroit. Madison, you go back in the old town. It's a beautiful old town. So I like it very much. But it depends on where you have to go. I only have not been in, in the new one in Alabama at the race course, but all the other places I have been. And every place is good for racing. Depends on how many boats are there. If you have only three boats, each place is not so good. If you have six boats, each place is good for racing. Yeah. So, yeah. Any plans to come to back to another race next year? I think so, yeah. I flew in very shortly, just one week before I booked my flight, so it's no problem to fly over here. And we'll see how it goes out with uh, H1. If they will have more races or not, how many boats will be there. So nobody knows it at this time. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll have some more race sites the next time, or next year on the tour, and we'll see you back again maybe a couple times. Huh? Yes, hopefully. thank you. Yeah, hopefully. I was also in Doha when, when we raced in Doha. It was a wonderful experience to fly over there and see the races over there. I would never fly to Doha for myself, but with the hydroplanes, it was a very good experience to fly out of, of Germany and go to the Middle East and see how it works over there and the boat racing was good. But it is what it is, no more racing in Doha, racing in, in the US only. And yeah, we'll see what will happen next year. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend and enjoy the rest of Seafair. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, I've known George for a number of years and I always look forward to seeing him at the races. I'm glad he was able to make Seafair this year. It's been a few years since I've seen him. And I've talked with him many times about Valleyfield and I think he finally talked me into it. I got I to gotta go next year and experience Valleyfield. So I'm trying to make preparations for that now. So hopefully I'll see him at Valleyfield next year. Now I got to talk about the J-Stock Hydros. They were there at Seafair this year. They're awesome. It was so much fun watching them race on the, on the really rough Lake Washington. Um, I really loved how um, incorporated the J-Stocks were with 
part of racing at Seafair and how much support they got from the unlimited drivers and racing teams. Many of the, the boats that were there had vinyl wraps. Uh, there was one for each hydroplane team that was there. So there was a Graham trucking, there was Delta Real Track, Miss Rock, Oberto, Home Street. And so all the, all the hydroplanes were represented there. And I got the opportunity to talk with Finley Eccles and her father Dustin down there at Seafair. They looked like they were having a really good time and a really fun weekend. Uh, unfortunately for Dustin, he couldn't race his boat due to, due to damage on the U440 bucket list racing at the Columbia Cup. But he did have some time to spare to talk about the JSTOC program with his daughter and racing over the Seafair weekend. All right, Seafair Sunday, I'm talking to JSTOC driver Finley and her father, Dustin Eccles. Uh, they just finished their first round for us today. But Finley, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Dustin? I'm doing great. Uh, a lot of fans have been really impressed with the show you guys put on. How many years have you been down here doing J-Stocks at Seafair? Uh, this is the second year they've let them down here. And Finley, how does it feel to be racing out here on the Seafair course, where your father should be racing this year, unfortunately he's not, but how does it feel to be out there on the, on the Lake Washington course? Uh, it's a lot bumpier than the rest of the races. Yeah. How long have you been racing J-Stock? This is going to be the end of my second year. How many boats do you, are you competing with today? Uh, eight. Eight in the final. Eight in the final. How do you feel about Dustin? How do you feel about your daughter racing in a league like this? I think it's great. Uh, it's something that we can work on all season long, and in the off season, it gives us something to do together. Uh, she enjoys it about as much as I do, and we just we have a great time doing it. It's it's fun to watch her progress, and then all of the friends she's racing with, they're, they're progressing also. And uh, it's fun because in the big boat, she kind of critiques me now, and she's, uh, you know, if I think I made a good start, she corrects me pretty quick. Nice, nice. <laughs> well, I know there's a lot of fans out there, and I've got a nephew I want to get into this. How how does someone get into involved in this sport? Uh, you can either build a boat at the museum, or you can buy a boat from someone online. And did, did you build a boat with your father at the museum for this? We got the last boat John Myers built before he passed. We started out with a, uh, a boat that was built at the museum, and uh, this is our second boat. She's just trying some new things and learning the difference in the boats, but they have a blast. They have a great program at the museum where they can they can build a boat together, and they, they're mentored by a lot of uh, really good boat builders, so they're, they start off in the right direction. And uh, this kind of what this whole program is down here in Seattle is, is showing the fans there's another uh, option of boat racing besides the Unlimiteds. You know, these, the kids come into the pits and they see all these, these little boats here and they think, wow, I can do that. And it's great. Uh, we've been sitting kids in the boat all weekend long and showing them, you know, hey, here's how you do it. And in a couple weeks, uh, there's a new folks in boats down at uh, Silver Lake in Edenville. Uh, Seattle Outboard Association is putting it together and it's fantastic. August 16th through 18th. And yeah, August 16th or 18th, and it gives some people a chance to get in the boat, see if they like it before they go out and buy equipment, and uh, it's a, a great idea. I don't know who came up with it, but it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love seeing it down here at Seafair. Uh, I was going to ask, where else around the area do you race in the Seattle Outboard? Uh, we race sometimes in Oregon, but mostly here in Washington. What's your next race? Uh, Silver Lake in Edenville. Yeah. And then uh, two weeks after that, we're going to be at uh, Angle Lake in SeaTac. Okay. And then the same weekend that the Unlimiteds are in San Diego, 
she's going to be racing at Lake Lawrence and Yelm. I'm not sure which where I'll be yet, San Diego or, or Yelm. Did you ever race in the eastern side of Washington State? There are. There used to be a bunch. I, I don't think there are any currently, but uh, they're working on some. Uh, there's They race in uh, Oregon, out on the coast, uh, Cullaby Lake and also a Newburgh, Oregon uh, Memorial Day weekend. And how much would it cost to get started with a program like this? Well, you can take a ride at uh, the new folks and boats for $85, I believe. It's uh, something something like that. But the, the prices range. Uh, you can buy a new Mercury engine that's ready to go from APBA, and I think it's right around $4,000 for the, for the complete engine. You can buy used ones for a lot cheaper. And uh, I believe it's $700 for the, uh, the fee through the museum to build one. You want to build one yourself, uh, and they range from a couple hundred dollars used. Uh, to, I mean, you can you can spend almost as much on these as you can the bigger boats. So right. it ranges. Yeah. All right. Well, I got to ask before we go, Finley, if you and your father were racing, who do you think would win? Probably my dad. What do you think, Dustin? Who would win in this? I don't know. Uh, she's got me uh, on the weight side. So if if the boat was little, I think she's got me covered. <laughs> All right, and Finley, what, what is your favorite part of doing this and racing J-Stock? Probably, probably passing people or running with them. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite part, though? I enjoy the, the family aspect of the J-Stocks. The Unlimiteds are pretty serious, and, uh, you know, everyone gets along and has a great time, but when, when you watch the kids race together and then they go off and go swimming together or go play together, I, I think it's about the coolest thing out there. Oh, yeah. It seems like every class of hydroplanes and boat racing is such a huge family and friend community. Is that is that what you've seen in, in, in hydroplane racing? I think so. Uh, Finley, you know, when she came into this a couple years ago to run her own boat, she was a little nervous by herself, and right away I, the kids picked her up, and, and she's best friends with all of them now. They She cannot wait to get to the races on the weekend, so that's how uh, Jay Michael and I grew up. You know, we've been best friends since we've started racing outboards, and, uh, you know, I can't think of a summer we didn't spend together. A lot of these guys in here, Kay, Brewer up on the on the tower, and uh, it's a great way to grow up. I think Finn, you're having a good time. Yeah. All right, well, good luck today, Finley. I hope to see you in the winter circle. Thank you. All I can say, it was so much fun to watch the J Stocks and seeing those father daughter father son relations and family teams build their relationships up down at the races. It looks like so much fun. I have an eight year old nephew. I want to turn into hydro hydroplane driver. I'm trying. He still has a year to go before he can qualify for the JSOC program. Um, I love the idea of that winter program they have down at the Hydroplane and Race Boat Museum. Go down there, pay for a kit, get help building a boat along with your, your friends, your family. Uh, I hope I can make that happen. Wish me luck on that. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. But I think that would just be so much fun to have a family team racing together and just share your weekends with your whole family doing that. So I'll let you know my developments as they happen on that. But I hope you enjoyed part two of my Seafarer special. I'll have my final edition, part three, released next Tuesday at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. In that, I'm going to focus on two interviews I have with crew members from the Home Street and Graham Trucking Racing teams. They will talk more about the technical side of the hydros as well as some fun times they've had racing. But don't forget, hit that subscribe button on your podcast player. It's very helpful for this podcast if you rate and review your experience. By reviewing your experience, it lets me know how you like Richard Dell Talk, but also shows others how much you're enjoying it. You can also check us out on social media for updates and hydro news. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, I hope to see you at the races.